This year's donations might go to, say, the geology department. Oh dear, not the dirt people. Geology is the study of pressure and time. That's all it takes, really. What kind of activity is turning lead to acid? Look, I'm just a geologist. I like rocks. I love rocks. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Geology Flannel Cast. My name is Steve. Hey, everyone. I'm Chris. Welcome. I'm Jesse. Jesse always slows it down there. He does, man. We always, you know, we got some momentum going. Steve goes first. I go second. And I, I don't know if you want high energy or I thought I'd just, you know. Also, the face you made when Steve did the countdown before we started recording. <laughs> it's like, like panic. Like, what? Yeah. wait, is this for real? And, and also, Semenek, you make it sound like for the last 70 episodes, we've had this down pat. <laughs> As if I go first and you go second. 71, okay? 71 episodes. <laughs> but this is like the third one in a row where we've done this. I so. don't know. We should, it'd be interesting to do like a, a plot to see who goes first to do some sort of frequency diagram. I like it. I'm, I'm on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm taking, taking notes right now. No, <laughs> but I'm taking notes. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's uh, kick thing, some things off by uh, keeping the lights on here at the at the flannel cast. Yeah, so we'd like to thank our uh, magnificent. I'm going to use different different adjectives this week. Magnificent. We're, we're very thankful. Yes, we. Oh, that's a very good one. We are very thankful. Uh, I don't know when this podcast is going to come out. I'm assuming very very close to Thanksgiving, whether it's you, on that day or the day after. So. Um, yes, the formatting formula.com or, uh, on YouTube, YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula. They are our wonderful sponsor of the podcast. They have been, you know, basically on board since, you know, more or less day one, since we started actually looking for sponsors, let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, just today I had to take a document from. 1994 that was a pdf that nobody had the word copy of it had to convert it in from a pdf to word and then you know sometimes that turns into a nightmare especially when it's such an old document and then i um i was able to format it so that it was like 472 pages, but a lot of it was just blank space from like page breaks and other weird crap, essentially. So based on my knowledge from the Formatting Formula YouTube videos, I was able to break it down from over 400 pages down to like 210 pages. And then, because it's such an old document, we have to edit it. In order to edit it efficiently, I'm breaking it down, you can add line numbers to every single line in the document. So there's now like 7,000 lines in this document. And I was able to coordinate that with an Excel spreadsheet to say like line number 292, this is the edit that we need to make and blah, 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 blah. So everybody can be on the same page. Steve, when you contact the formatting formula, at this point now, do you hear a (laughs) sigh on the phone and you find out that it's you? Like, ah, this guy. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, no, I, to be honest, they, they they really do like the podcast. They they listen. 
you know, and they tell me like, oh yeah, no, like, believe me, sometimes I think they're like, oh yeah, that, that ad was great. (laughs) (laughs) I think they don't mean it, but uh, they're just too nice to tell me. But sometimes they're like, oh my gosh, that was, that was perfect. That was funny or whatever. So, um, but to answer your question, yes, I think they do dread every time I call. (laughs) What is this this joker want now? (laughs) You know, I've been, I've been meaning to reach out because I just, this week I was working on this document and I don't know, sometimes word does this and the formatting formula is really good at fixing even just small things like this. I had a bulleted list and the last bullet was a different color. Oh. And I could not, it was orange and the rest were black because I was using orange text elsewhere. I, I know exactly what you mean and, and I, I don't it, know how to easily fix it, but it they do. Just, it was making me so angry. <laughs> And so like, why, like, why? And you kept like backspacing and then having to return it and it, it kept coming back. Yeah. It like, <laughs> yes. I just like control all control a, like everything black, like nothing. <laughs> so yeah. I'm impressed, you know, control a, I learned that yeah. from the formatting formula. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, formatting formula.com or YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula. Uh, check them out for all your word documented needs for anything from um, just a simple paper to a table of contents to master thesis to PhD dissertations. They can hook you up. All right. So let's uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, let's uh, jump right into the podcast today. So uh, thanks everyone for tuning into the geology flannelcast. If this is your first time tuning in. Welcome. If it's uh, not your first time tuning in, Welcome back. How's everyone doing? <laughs> um, we are the geology podcast where we tackle the topics that nobody else dares to touch. So, <laughs> or something like that. No, so we, I, I buy it. <laughs> that's what I've been put on the website. So um, that's it. So um, yeah, today we, uh, we got some, uh, some new stories, some current events to talk about, and the premiere of a new segment of the podcast. Um, We'll call it, I'm calling it right now, I don't, I'm calling it Jesse Trends. Jesse has not been trending in uh, yet. I, I was told uh, by some of our Patreons, Thornburg Trends would sound better. Thornburg Trends, okay. Thornburg doesn't roll off the tongue, though. <sighs> I guess, I don't know, it's alliteration. It is alliteration. So, anyway. Well, let's, uh, yeah. How so- about J- Jesse Jives? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I no. like it. All right. uh, we'll we'll workshop this one. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah, send us some uh send us some suggestions at the geologyflannelcast.com. I I will say um Yes, Jesse Trenberg. <laughs> Thank Patreon. you, Mark. Thanks, thanks, Patreon Mark. Uh <laughs> Jesse Trenberg. <laughs> I will uh, uh back in, in like August, <clears throat> um I uh, I I had a paper out with a couple of co-authors and it was in the one journal and the journal tweets about articles that are, that are coming out that month, you know, in their, in their journal. And I was just scanning Twitter one day and I went by and I, I caught my name and I was like, Oh no, what have I, what have I done? <laughs> I like how you instantly thought it was bad. <laughs> done something to go viral. <laughs> I assume yeah but, uh, but it was good yeah they were just yeah you know, pushing pushing it out so. <laughs> oh no 
Oh no. <laughs> no it's, it's happening. <laughs> uh, uh, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm excited. I don't really know what it's going to entail. Aside from me, just dropping some geology fun facts on y'all. Yeah. So nice. uh, we'll do it. That we'll, we'll finish up the, uh, the episode with that, but basically we'll see what's trending on Google searches. And Jesse says that he could link any topic back to geology. So, all right, we'll play around with that towards the uh, towards the end of the episode, though. So, new segment today. Yeah, um, I'm I'm excited. Uh, what what uh what story you guys want to start off with? Uh, can I can I go first, please? Go ahead, go ahead. Sure. Thanks, guys. Uh, it's like when you want to be the first to talk in class, so you can just be quiet for the rest. Okay, get it, get it over and done with. All right. No, but I think this is good because it ties in. We talked about this last week, either last week or the week before, when we were talking about <clears throat> the the dinosaurs and the extinction of the dinosaurs. And oh, yeah, it was a listener question. Yeah, about uh, the Deccan traps and if that contributed, and if they were, you know, how the dinosaurs were faring mm-hmm. leading up to the extinction. Well, let me tell you, I've got some answers. Whoa. Did they do a survey? They did a survey. A listener, <laughs> listener. Dinosaur, how do you feel your life is going right now? Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you, the dinosaurs were thriving. Really? Yep. Ah. And so this, this study, one of, one of the, the authors, to the paraphrasing to the effect, said, I hope this puts to bed the idea that the dinosaurs were dying out. And so they... Oh, that's a bold statement. Yeah, just really going for it. Um, So they they basically looked at all of the... the, the, They they did like sort of a database search of of what dinosaurs were around and and what dinosaurs um, were still alive at the time of the, the extinction or leading up to the extinction. And we have all of this new information that looks at, you know, speciation and lineage. And they found that not only were they still widespread, but they were still diverse and they were still speciating. So they were forming these new species. And so, you know, their distribution was still really wide and still really great. And so, you know, it it shows that they were still sort of thriving and growing and evolving. And so um, it, it is... Uh, very interesting because, you know, I, I came up and learned that, yes, they were sort of, you know, sickly and dying off. That's, and- that's exactly, I was just about to say that because that's exactly what I learned uh, back yeah. when I was an undergrad. I, I heard they, they weren't, you know, it, it, they weren't on their last legs, but they were definitely on their way out is what yeah. I was taught. <clears throat> this is just saying essentially um, there's gaps in the fossil record and there's bias there Mm. they see these gaps but one thing the study is showing is that these gaps are just gaps in the same lineage it's just missing fossils missing data and it's not like the species died out it's Uh just it probably evolved and we're just missing this this sort of intermediary step so i thought that was really something else yeah, that uh, yeah, I didn't like, read the paper, but um, I, I sort of read the blurbs here and the abstract. Classical reading the abstract, knowing everything. 
Did uh, from what what you did read, did it say anything about any any methods like what they what they use? Because I'm just wondering, like, if the if the animal doesn't get fossilized, how do you get information about um, you know uh, they did how they're you know diversified? So I think with the I think there was a lot of modeling and and a lot of like statistical modeling saying like the sort of when we think about how the species lineage, how things evolve. Okay. The statistics tells us, and that's one of the main, one of the big ways in which we figure out, a, you know, where things line up. That's my understanding of it. They're they're using all of the, they're taking all of the <clears throat> species that have been identified and sort of feeding it through these models. Yeah, interesting, interesting. Yeah, really cool. Like I said, that kind of goes against uh, um, what I would. You know, I guess what, what we all, all three of us said we learned uh, back in our undergrad days. Um, but that's really cool. So then um, dinosaurs were doing really good. And then a big rock the size of Manhattan hit to the earth and killed them all. And, Real bummer. Yeah. Real bummer. And one yeah. of the things they saw, too, that um, uh, they, they found that, not you know, both avian and non-avian dinosaurs were thriving. So like we're, we're left with sort of the, the avian dinosaur lineage. Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. we're gonna enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> Basically, I, if you listen to the, uh, well, back, uh, geez, when did we do the Jurassic Park episode? About two months ago or so? Yeah, 65. Yeah. Was it 65, you said? Yeah. Uh, um, we're kind of joking around saying that basically the rap Velociraptors are just really angry turkeys. <laughs> so that's what we're eating for Thanksgiving. Delicious. Love yeah. it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I thought that was thought that was interesting. That's really cool. Really cool. Uh, Jurassic Park is sixty. I was way off. Sixty. It would have been perfect. It was sixty-five. That was, well, I guess that's pretty much when the dinosaurs went extinct sixty-five million years yeah. ago. <laughs> But, oh well. Um, um, be before we, I don't, unless anyone has a segue, there's I I have a post-it note, and I've been meaning to, to to give a give a shout out here. Um, <clears throat> it it was uh, just in November. I meant to shout this out a couple episodes ago. Uh, it was the anniversary of, it was the 125th anniversary of William, Wilhelm Rankin discovering x-rays. Ah, good old Rankin. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Uh, I, you know, this is one of those like embarrassing yet proud moments when reading about Rankin and like, you know, it's one of those things like when you hear somebody mispronounce a word that they read that's okay because they obviously read it, and for a long time I thought it was Rotogen. <laughs> yeah, Rankin. His, yeah. his name is spelled like Rotogen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting dude. Um, yeah. I like how just, uh, you, just have, you randomly have uh, post-its about about this stuff on your computer. That just shows how hardcore you are. <laughs> Things come and, up, and yeah. I'm like, yeah. yeah. And if you ever see the the no, world's first X-ray, it's of his wife's hand, and the yeah. I don't know, I don't know if the rock, the diamond, like 
diffuse the x-ray or whatever but this diamond it looks, looks like it's a doorknob like it's like alan iverson's earrings <laughs> yeah. like I'm looking at it's it right huge it's yeah. incredible yeah uh yeah november 9th of 1895 so uh memorial i mean he he, he got a lot of prizes in his day the 1901 nobel prize in physics uh but element 111 uh rengenium oh really cool is uh is named after him yeah so uh yeah sort of i just i've I've been meaning to bring that up i've got the post-it note here and so uh that segues well into my next story all right speaking of diamonds on a finger just really quick he was the first winner of the nobel prize in physics what I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, first 1901, yep. Nice. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, because 1901, so, yeah, because uh, Nobel, you know, he developed TNT. Yeah. And I guess that was when, in like the 1850s or 60s? What was the story? The story Wasn't the story that he was so upset that uh, his uh, invention was used for destruction? That he wanted to, or wasn't there something like? Uh, I, I thought it was something like that. Like he wanted to, like he wanted to be no, remembered for something more uh, constructive to science. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I'm sure if we look it up on Nobel's website, and we can find out in ten seconds. But eh, let's just speculate. But yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it was something like that. Like you know, he didn't want to be remembered for just TNT. He wanted to be remembered for contributing to oh, science. Man. His obituary, his one obituary stated, the merchant of death is dead. Dr. Alpha wow. Nobel, who became That's a finding, little harsh. Come on. Who became, who became rich by finding ways to kill more people faster than ever before died yesterday. Wow. Ouch. Yeah, that's, that's a little... Uh, I'm pretty sure there was a, a German scientist who he discovered like mustard gas and i think he discovered like chlorofluorocarbons and oh, i want to say was, like oh, something about, else um, like like he added like know, lead to gasoline or something uh, like just like, no, just like it wasn't was the guy it wasn't the, that but phosphor or phosphates or, or no he, he did um yeah so he did yeah fluorine gas but he also um was responsible for Fixing nitrogen, learning how to artificially fix nitrogen. That's it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Which, and that's how we get our fertilizers. fertilizer. Yes. Fertilizer. Yes. yes. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. 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 So he uh, consistently saved and killed millions of lives. <laughs> yeah. And he regretted it. Like he died. Um, this, the whole story is, is very interesting. So, him, yeah. But was his obit as bad as Rankin's or not Rankin's as Nobel's? That's a good question. Probably not. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, poor Nobel. Yeah, he got, he got hosed. What was I the guess. line that um, Robert Oppenheimer said? Uh, you know, Oppenheimer from the Manhattan Project. Yeah. I, I become the merchant of death. Or, no, uh, well, I that's from the... By, by oh. If you got, now I become death, destroyer of worlds. Death, destroyer of worlds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, that's from... An ancient Hindu text. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. But there's, there's a, there's a, um, an audio clip of of Oppenheimer saying, like, comparing himself to. That. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. So he was one of the lead, one of the lead physicists to make the, uh, on the Manhattan project for the first atom bomb. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. He, he ended up sort of getting, getting sort of, um, blackballed as a communist when he became essentially like an anti-atomic weapon activist. Not, he wasn't an activist, but mm-hmm. sort so of he, recognized. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this podcast took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> so back to diamonds. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, so this uh, Australian team of scientists from the Australian National University and RMIT that I don't know what that is, um, actually created diamonds in a lab at room temperature using using high pressure rather than through high temperature. So Hmm. they've been making artificial diamonds for years, if not decades. And a lot of it deals with um, high-intensity electricity, uh, high temperatures, like basically creating plasmas and stuff like that. Um, but this team did it creating only pressure at room temperature and the diamond that they were able to create two diamonds, uh, like the regular old diamond. And then one's called lion's daylight named after crystal crystallographer, Dame Kathleen Lonsdale, who was the first woman elected to the, British scientific organization, the Royal Society, which is oh, how cool. about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's considered, I, I guess it hasn't been confirmed yet, but it's considered to be much, much harder than a diamond. No kidding. Just so yeah. making it at room temperature gives it just different physical properties. That's what they're saying. So it's, it's still just carbon, but I guess the way that the atoms are arranged based on just the pressure, not the temperature and the pressure mm-hmm. make it actually harder. So like up to 50% harder. Holy crap. So, that's a lot. Right. Because, you know, that diamonds are like super hard. Yeah. So much like the, the ten most, out of ten, you know, <laughs> yeah, but the most scale of hardness is not linear. So like yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a one is talc, a 10 is diamond. Uh, a, a diamond is not 10 times harder than talc. It's like 10,000 times harder than talc. Something yeah. Like that. So I wonder so, if, uh, if they use those, <laughs> if those diamonds, if they can, they can ramp up that uh, that process if it would be like even better for like industrial drill bits and things like that. That's a, that's exactly what they're doing. Like right now, yeah. it's not gem quality. They they anticipate that someday mm-hmm. it'll hopefully be gem quality. But right now, um, you know, the the high pressure is the same as having six hundred and forty African elephants stand on the tip of a ballet shoe. <laughs> Nickel. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, 640 would you African would elephants. you be able to distinguish? Would there be a way to tell if it became gem quality, if it was made this way, or if it was? Well, I'm, I'm guessing by the different. So it, it's different hardness. So I'm assuming there would be some way. I don't know if you know, optically you'd be able to tell, or if you yeah, have to do a crystallographically like uh, X-ray diffraction or some sort of hardness did, test. Like, XRD, I bet you the lack of impurities. Yeah. Because if it's natural, you're yeah. going to have. Exactly. And, um, you know, th- their hope is to make it for essentially industrial purposes. Basically, you can use drill bits longer. You know, if, if your drill bit, if the diamond on your drill bit can last 50% longer, that's huge. 
Yeah, the, yeah. The over, time it takes, especially for um, big industrial drilling projects and things like that, the time the the one of the biggest time sucks and money sucks is changing the bit. Because mm-hmm. let's let's say you're a thousand feet down, you have to trip out a thousand feet worth of pipe in order to change that drill bit. Mm-hmm. You know, or if you're ten thousand feet down, or whatever, or if you're in a tunnel boring machine, you have to stop what you're doing back it off, change all the bit. Like if you could get 50% more out of all those drilling bits, that's a huge cost saving measures. So um, pretty, pretty, pretty cool. They say, you know, one day they hope to, to create big gem quality diamonds, but they're not there. And the fact that um, more and more millennials are, you know, they're getting hip to things like blood diamonds and conflict diamonds and things that are, you know, no bueno. So they, they want to, you know, they, they might be willing to pay a little more for a diamond that was created somewhat, you know, more ethically. I mean, mm-hmm. obviously billions of years in the center of the earth is not unethical. It's the means of extraction that can be unethical. So um, they're saying there might be a market for it other so, than industrial diamonds. Fun fact. Uh, you kind of hinted at this, but um there is a, a test to detect if your diamond is synthetic or if it's like the real deal. Uh, so the beers has this, uh, it's called the diamond viewer tester and they use uh, ultraviolet fluorescent light to detect trace impurities of nitrogen, nickel, or other metals that are used in making the synthetic diamonds. Hmm. I drink lots of the beers. <laughs> <laughs> I oh, uh. <laughs> come on. Do we have a soundboard on Zoom? Is that, <laughs> I need to really. Uh, anyway, just, just think if we were in front of a live studio audience that could actually turn on their audio, it just would have been hysterical audience laughter. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. No, it would just have been awkward silence for several seconds. Uh, Anyway, I, I imagine when you said a live, a live audience, like back in the old, old days when you can actually get a room full of people. And I just imagine people like booing and hissing at you with that. With that. <laughs> nice. Um, all right. I, I have one more story that, that Thornburg might jump in on. Ooh. Do you want it? This is the Utah one. Yeah, this is a good one. I was so, told this is a good one. So let's go for it. <laughs> so, uh, the Utah Department of Public Safety um, discovered a giant monolith in the middle of the Utah desert. How big? 10 to like, 12 feet. Yeah. Hmm. Like uh, several feet wide, 10 to 12 feet tall. This like, isn't from like, a, like a 2001 A Space Odyssey, right? It's exactly like that. <laughs> it's ex- like, I'm not going to – like when I saw it, I was like, Oh man, this is, this is weird. So it's this big, it looks like stainless steel uh, triangle, I guess. A, what's a, What's a three-dimensional triangle? Prism? No. Is it? Maybe a prism. No. Because it doesn't have a no, flat base. Um, ugh, is it a prism? Here. Anyway, I, I would, uh, let's call it a prism. It's we'll a three-dimensional. It a cubic triangle. Yeah. Uh, half of it. Yeah. No, it's not a triangle. No. Anyway, this big triangle shape, <laughs> uh, sticking up out of the ground, facing this kind of like uh, crack. 
it's called a triangular pyramid. There you go. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no I oh. that would have bothered me. So a triangular pyramid, but the the point of the pyramid was facing this big crack in basically these, you know, I guess I don't know, it's red rocks. They're red rocks, but I don't know. It's, it's yeah, red, red rock country. Yeah. So um <clears throat> But it's it, they have a video of it, and it's funny. You you see this guy like uh, these intrepid people going down to investigate. Like you know, I, I'm not gonna lie. When I saw that from far away, I'd be like, I'm not going near that. Like, no, that's what I thought. Did you hear? So have, did you watch a video where it's the actual BLM guys? Yeah, so it's, uh, it's on BLM. So BLM Bureau of Land Management. Yes, uh, please. Yeah, you have to. We have to. Uh, Bureau of Land Management land and the BLM guys and the one guy goes, what the hell is that? <laughs> the other guy like walks up and is like, hey, touches it? Don't touch it. Yeah. It's like smooth, shiny metal. It's, it is, it's weird. So but, the BLM guys were, they were doing like a sheep survey. Yes. That's, and that's how they found it. Wow. Um, but there's this guy filming it from really far away originally and it's like yeah that guy's smart <laughs> like, you know it's going to be something from like time bandits where you like touch it and you disappear or something um but the it, when you i don't know if you i don't spoiler alert but when you see the video when they're up close i don't know if you saw this jesse you can see th there's like concrete cuts in the stone yeah like, where they overcut. Yep. Like, like put it in the ground. Yeah. If you've ever used a concrete saw, like to cut concrete or asphalt or something like that, chances are you're going to overcut <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. So they, um, uh, yeah, on the, that rules out the aliens. It's yeah. It's amazing. Aliens would mess up. Like, uh, it, it, uh, on the video with the BLM guys, the one guy, you can hear him going, ah, they cut it in. You can see they cut it in. Like, yeah. You, yeah. But at the same time, like, don't go touching it. Yeah. So the but they, it's amazing. Wow. The, the authorities won't say exactly where it's at because it's so remote. They don't want people trying to get out there because they're like, mm. if you're going to get out, if you go out there, you're going to get stuck and it's going to become a, a yeah. rescue effort. Mess. Yeah. But um, I did, when I was poking around, I, was, I saw another story about it um, and using satellite imagery they figure it's been there since at least 2016 holy cow really yeah, yeah they, oh. you can you can sort of see it you, you can't see it in 2015 and then you can sort of see it on satellite image you can see a shadow from it in 2016 that's awesome so it's been there four years hmm. that's how remote it, I guess. but i mean four years without like being detected yeah i'm, I'm sure the people or person who put it there is not happy that it sat there for four years undetected, but <laughs> at the same time, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, and this has nothing to do with really with geology or anything like that, but, uh, <laughs> if you look at the pictures, we'll post the link here. I got the New York yeah, Times article. I have the Washington post article. Yeah, so, yeah. Pretty, um, pretty pictures of the red rocks <laughs> in the Canyon where it's at. Well, that's interesting. Uh, someday when this pandemic's over, the next time I'm in Utah, I'm, I definitely want to go poke around. Yeah, at least touch it. Yeah, I I say like if 
Can you imagine if you were out there hiking by yourself? And you saw that? No, I'd freak out. Yeah. <laughs> I would just do an about face. Nope. Yep. <laughs> Doesn't matter what time or how much I'd hike that day. <laughs> it was far I'm away. Out. Yeah. No uh, thanks. Uh, there was uh, Jesse, though. You know, in all honesty, it doesn't take much for you to to just nope. do the uh, nope, not not interested. We no, I, I do not care. <laughs> I remember we were doing field work, and they were the wild horses, and <laughs> they weren't even they're ponies. <laughs> Jesse just goes, nope, not going over there. <laughs> <laughs> nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I've, I've seen a horse bite someone's hand before. Don't want any part of it. What was was the person doing anything to uh, I deserve? Like feed, I think they were feeding it. <laughs> so, <laughs> not, I'm just saying. All I don't, right. don't care much. I, it's, a, it's a big animal. It's a wild animal. It's wild. Exactly. It's got wild in its name. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, but I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, there's a lot of uh, animals out there. You could, well, like wild turkeys. Are you scared of wild turkeys? Yeah, man. Yeah. Wild turkeys <laughs> I am too, man. Are, they don't care about anything. No. They're it's like, like a honey badger. <laughs> yeah. They're like kamikaze animals. They, I, I remember one time as an undergrad coming home from school and uh, I, I would take all these back roads and it was out in the middle of, you know, I went to Penn State, so it was central Pennsylvania, just farm countries and go through the woods and farm. But I would always take back roads just because <clears throat> I live life in the slow lane. I avoid <laughs> wild animals. And I remember like coming down this road through um, winter state far one of the state forests. And I was going like, I don't know, 60 or 70. And there was just a flock of wild turkeys in the middle of the road. And I had a slam on the brakes and they all looked at me yep. like I was the jerk. Yeah. They're all like I their, laid on my horn. Leather jackets, smoking their cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, and I like opened the door and like stood it, like I put it in the park and I got, I was like, turkeys, get out of here. And like, I swear the, the leader of the one, like took a step towards me and I was like, nope. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. Come at me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Alpha turkey. <laughs> yeah. Totally. I was, you know, I was now part of that flock and he was my leader he put me in my whatever you say sir yeah. <laughs> i'll get a line sir <laughs> i'll give you a ride where are you going yeah they didn't move they didn't, it it was it was a standoff for several minutes i would have paid money to have seen <laughs> yeah. interacting how many turkeys were there uh, there was at least half dozen, I want to say. In my mind, there was like 35. <laughs> it was probably like half dozen. Oh, man, that would have been... Have, yeah. you ever, and have you ever seen him like high up in a tree? I've seen him in trees, yeah. It doesn't make any like, sense. It doesn't make any sense. Huh. You got that dinosaur lineage. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you they're know? just, uh, you know, they're like the raptors, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, so, again, wild animals. <laughs> and I, this is, I spend a lot of time in the outdoors. Mm. But you know what? I've never been attacked by a wild animal. Nice. Playing it uh, safe. So, some of our Patreons are sending us uh, videos on how, how to deal with yourself if you're attacked by a wild turkey. <laughs> so, thank it you, says, Maddie. It says not to let it intimidate you. That's the first thing. <laughs> That's the first thing that Jesse did. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm sorry, Mr. Turkey. 
<laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, when I think of wild turkey, I think of it in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, right. Anyway. Uh, All right. Yeah. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Next topic. All yeah. Right. What, do you, uh, what do you got, Chris? Is my turn? All right. Uh, this article, this was sent over from a, a friend of the friend of the podcast, uh, Elias. Uh, let's see. The, the title of the article is uh, Edie Karen Del Chantal uh, Type Biota Discovered in Laurentia. And it's a, it's a pretty, pretty neat article. Um, talks about uh, Lagerstatten. So uh, if you don't know what a Lagerstatten is, it's like a very well-preserved uh, um, Lagerstatten. Is, it's synonymous with death assemblage, correct? Death assemblage. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... Uh, that was uh, my uh, metal band name in high school. It's yeah. a great... I can't... I, I'm sure it had to have been taken. Someone had to have taken <laughs> that name. Um, but yes, it's an amazing, amazing metal band name. And uh, so what that is, it's just a, you basically get uh, lots and lots of fossils, very well preserved in, a, in, in an area. And so this article talks about how they found, um, so they're dealing with uh, fossils dating back to the Ediacarian period, which is super old. Yeah, it's the tail end of Precambrian time. So the Ediacarian period goes from 635 million years ago to 541 million years ago. And... Uh, so it's always just it's always tricky dealing with Precambrian life, Precambrian fossils, uh, you know. And and uh, most of this, uh, a lot of Precambrian life that it, it just it was hard for that stuff to get preserved. Apparently, death assemblage is a band. Sorry, it is a band. We'll have to. We should get them on the podcast. <laughs> uh, uh, one of our Patreons, David, just sent us something. So I'm looking at it now. It looks pretty dark, but carry on. <laughs> <laughs> do they do they sing about the Edia Karen? That's all. I <laughs> I would hope so. Um. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> there the uh, this the the article talks about this uh, newly discovered uh, Lagerstatt in, in uh, North Greenland. So I um. It's uh, it, so this is the first of its kind discovered in Laurentia, and in this um, in these fossils, uh, they've been um, they've been fossilized by phosphate replacement. So that's when the actual part of the the actual organism itself has been all it's that 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 material is no longer there, and it's been replaced by by phosphate. And it's it's a bit of it's a bit of a rare type of mode of fossilization, and uh, so and it, like I said, this was the first uh, the first in uh, what the what's known as Laurentia, which is Laurentia is the name of the North American continent. Um, I guess would would say it's the uh, how would you describe it? It's uh, the it's like the ancient ancient North America. Yeah, proto North America. Proto North yeah. America. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and is that a post Gondwana land? Yes. You can pre. When did when did they stop using Laurentia and pre Pangaea? Pre Pangaea, and then post Pangaea, right? Is when we stopped using it. Turned into North America. Yeah, uh, Laurentia. Well, you know, a lot of people. I mean, I still use Laurentia. I yeah, Gondwana land comes after Gondwana lands, like five. It's it starts in the Edia Karen, I think five fifty. When did you say? Because 
Edie, Edie Karen, Karen 620, 635, excuse me. 635 to 540, right? Yeah. It's, it's the end pre-Cambrian, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Gondwana land is just starting. Gondwana, is Gondwana land on the other side of Lur- Is Gondwana land like India and... and yeah, it was in uh, Antarctica, Antarctica, Africa, Africa, South America. Yeah. Yeah, so Laurasia, Laurentia, anyway, we're getting in the... Yeah, yeah. we're getting into the, the nitty-gritty Sorry. here. <laughs> I, I apologize. Carry on. Um, <clears throat> so this, uh, anyways, in this uh, fossil assemblage, it had um, just, it really, the, the stuff was really, really well-preserved, uh, in, incredible preservation in this stuff, and um, just kind of gaining insights back to, to pre-Cambrian life uh, before the Cambrian explosion. So once the Cambrian explosion hit, that's when uh, the animals started becoming, it was a little more easily, easier for them to be fossilized. We started seeing like uh, hard parts evolving. Hard parts, yeah. yeah, because so back in the pre-Cambrian time, things were kind of like soft and squishy. And it's really hard to preserve stuff that's soft and squishy. When they die, the stuff, the bodies tend to get just ripped apart. And Yeah, so you'd end up with like things called trace fossils where you'd have traces in the sediment of where things were, but not the actual thing itself. Yeah, yeah. Lots of uh, like burrows and just like, um, uh, what's it Feeding called? tracks and. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So anyway, so kind of. Pretty cool. This is their, their kind of, this is the first one on um, Laurentia that they found of this um, kind of, and just kind of expanding it out. It was originally this, this, uh, this type of, uh, this type of deposit was only seen in China before. So now they kind of bring it out, said, Hey, it's over here in, uh, in Greenland as well. Neat. Yeah. yeah. So fun fact, uh, Zuphicus trails, the, the little spirally trails where things like eaten a spiral. Mm-hmm. to be most efficient i taking that knowledge and that's how i now mow my lawn because <laughs> i have a riding lawnmower so most of your time when you're doing a riding lawnmower is at the edge where you're turning around and going back the other way so i figure if it's all one big turn i just keep doing a big giant spiral and uh i, I want to say Let's say 2017, 2018. One of the years, Google Earth did a new satellite flyby, and you could see a big spiral in my backyard. Oh, that's <laughs> really cool. Yeah. I just, so. is it that, or is it the most efficient, or is your lawnmower broke? Like, you can't only, you can only turn right. <laughs> yes. I drive a NASCAR lawnmower. <laughs> it's got a number right. three painted on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, it, it is actually much, much faster to do it that way. Like, obviously, my lawn is not a circle or an oval, so I do have to do the edges. But it, and also, uh, you mow it, and I make sure that the clippings go out. So I re mow the clippings, re mow the clippings, re mow the clippings. So it like mulches it for me. Into sounds the like. Sounds like you got this. Uh, you got this. this I'm a scientist, buddy. I'm, yeah. I'm thinking about it. I love it. Yeah. So. Okay. So do you? Uh, all right. Do, uh, what do you guys want to do? You want to do another news story? Do you want? No, to go- I want to jump right into this Jesse's 
what Jesse, what do we call it? The Thornburgian? Jesse Jesse Trenberg. Jesse Trenberg. <laughs> it, it reminds me of uh, the fish song Susie Greenberg. Well, Chris, you'll have to like remake it. Jesse, Jesse, Jesse Trenberg. <laughs> no. No. That's probably not going to happen. No. <laughs> I'm just being honest with you. I'm just being honest. Ah, whatever. All right. If there's listeners out there who are fish fans, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, good, good friend of the show, Ted, who briefly made Jesse's Corner theme song. Oh, that's true. This is new. Yeah. It's a new side project because Jesse's yeah. Corner lasted so long. I'm sure he'll want to invest his time. In this. Jesse's Corner just uh, Jesse's Corner was so popular. We're just like we're just making yeah, it a staple of the show now. Yeah, best he's got his um his master's uh, progress report next week, but he should spend all of his time doing this. <laughs> I, yes. I, I I I second that motion. I yeah. think it's this is this is well worth it. Um, I mean, what's what's that master's degree going to get you anyways? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So in this new segment of the podcast, I take what's trending on Google searches right now and I throw this at Jesse. Now, Jesse has said, he's been saying this for a while now, give me any topic and I can relate that topic back to geology, all right? So here we go. We're going we're gonna to test Mr. All right. So what are we doing? Are we doing three? How many? I got, I, let's just do it until, uh, let's see how far we can go until we can stump them. <laughs> Listen, I don't have that kind of time. That's, all right, I have okay. complete faith in Thornberg that he can do all right, this. All right, oh, so yeah. let's. So today is the day before Thanksgiving in American Thanksgiving. If you're listening Woo. outside of America, yeah. Um, so a lot of the things that are trending right now on Google in the United States is about Thanksgiving. So let's. So let's start off with a couple. I got. I got a couple uh, Thanksgiving topics. Let's see how Jesse brings us back to geology. Hmm. No, number two trend on Google searches right now with over 200,000 searches today. Pumpkin pie recipe. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Jesse and I were just talking about this earlier. We were. <laughs> we were actually legit. We had no idea. That's, and that's why I told you guys to shut up and save <laughs> <laughs> it for the podcast. <laughs> uh, I mean, pump, pumpkin pie is pretty easy. The pumpkins come from the earth. Do you know? the main grower of pumpkins in the country. So they're field gourds. They're not like regular pumpkins. Like mm-hmm. when you get canned pumpkins, they come from, it's called a field gourd. Okay. And it's, uh, I want to say Indiana and Illinois are one and two in terms of top growers of field gourds. And it's, uh, it's based on their, their biome. They've got the right climate and the right soil to grow just the fact that you keep saying feel gourds. Yeah, like, I want a shirt that has a pumpkin on it that says, I feel gourd. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and you also use sugar, which you grow from the earth, and you need the right type of climate. So we only grow sugar cane in certain areas that are warm and wet with pretty good soil. And that's why it's a problem in the Amazon, because uh, sugar is, is uh, it's a it's a money crop and they'll, they'll slash and burn part of the Amazon to plant say sugar cane, but the soil is not made for it. You have like a really in the, in the rainforest cause it rains every day. It washes all the nutrients out of the soil. And so the stuff that grows in the rainforest is like adapted to grow in that niche environment in that really poor soil. 
and you grow sugarcane, which is super, super nutrient intensive, it exhausts the soil in like two seasons. It's like insane how mm. quickly that that field is spent. And then like like the rainforest doesn't regrow. No, it just like turns to desert. Yeah, it's basically destroyed. So anyhow, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take all these topics and make it a real bummer. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. And we'll have to come up with some new caveats. Just the fact that stuff is grown on the planet. Yeah. I'm going to need more. I mean, okay. So I'm looking at but these trends. Jesse did give us more with the, the rainforest and the soil and all that stuff. So that I'm okay with. But all right. Well, let's, the fact uh, that it's grown on the planet. Here's another. Uh, here. This, the way I beat the system. <laughs> All right, here, I got number seven on Google Trends for today, the day before Thanksgiving. Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Huh. What do you fill those balloons with? Ooh. <laughs> helium. And we have, we, we have a very limited supply of helium. Should we be using it to fill these balloons? I don't want to take away the joy. No. But helium is, is super important for things like MRI machines. Yeah. Because it's used to super cool the magnets in the in mm-hmm. MRI. Mm-hmm. Also, and, oh, what do you say? Sorry. No, the helium you get in the store isn't even pure helium anymore. They actually mix it with air. Just, in, just enough helium so your balloons will float. But, and to make your voice sound funny. Yeah. But, <laughs> uh, you know, because it is becoming more and more rare. They are actually diluting it a little bit, but the, you know, uh, laboratory grade helium. Yeah. It's crazy expensive. <laughs> so helium is, it comes, they, they get it from it with, uh, natural uranium. Gas. Well, natural well, that, gas extraction, right? Yeah. That and uranium mines. Yeah. Getting uranium mines uranium, really. Uranium, Cause we're, <clears throat> um, the main, Reservoirs of helium are in the U.S. Yeah, just ask the people of the Hindenburg. (laughs) Sorry, you you said you wanted to bring all these down, (laughs) make them real. Literally bringing it down, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon. I don't think the Hindenburg's too soon. I think that's a hundred plus years. I think (laughs) that was a Grandpa Simpson reference. They they referenced the Hindenburg, and he's like, "Too soon." (laughs) (laughs) Um, the main sort of strategic reserve where we keep a lot of our helium is in an old natural gas field in Texas. It's known as, um, it's in Amarillo, Texas. And, How about um, that? So it's a, that's the yeah, main they, reserve, like it's just a big chamber? A big... Yeah, well, no, it's, yeah, they, it's actually just the rock. So they've, they've, Oh, oh the rock. Oh, okay. Gas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like I was, I was just talking to my friend Liz, today with this uh big fan of the podcast hey liz uh because she she works um for the state and she does natural gas reserves and i I actually never even considered this but the main place we store natural gas is in spent natural gas fields so like if you if you're pulling natural gas out of the earth you know you have all this empty sort of pore space and so <clears throat> natural gas producers today, when they're producing natural gas, 
are pumping it into these older fields, into these older reservoirs. Really? I did like not know storage. that. And so they, they top up. We're in the state of Pennsylvania. We're reaching sort of max pressure in most of our stores because we're going into winter. So they top them up at winter time because then they, they can flow it out. Um, How about that? Wow. Yeah, it's sort of, I never thought about it. I was like, oh, I guess that sort of makes sense. But yeah, because they're not, they want to know how much they have. And so they have a finite area hmm. instead Interesting. of just producing from a well. Yeah. So anyhow, we have a, a national sort of strategic or federal reserve of helium right now. It's one right. billion cubic meters. Which know. is, yeah. It's like... So there's a global shortage of helium. Yeah. But uh, that that was, uh, I mean, that's what the Hindenburg was a German airship. And the United States would not share its helium. So the Germans filled them with hydrogen. Oh. It wasn't the, the Hindenburg was a dirigible? It wasn't a blimp? Right. That's why I called it an airship because, and, but also it was, it was painted with like aluminum oxide, which is essentially like thermite. Oh <laughs> yeah. no, really? I yeah. didn't know what that is. <laughs> so it, it was, you know, uh, yeah, it, it, it was a very efficient design, but a recipe for disaster. So, <laughs> um, unfortunately it did not, it did not go well because, we basically didn't give the Germans access to helium. So they filled it with hydrogen and then, you know, uh, you know, 1938 or whatever it was in New Jersey, it was horrible. So, so just for reference <clears throat> so the strategic reserve has 1 billion cubic meters, the Hindenburg, it, it was, was less than 30 cubic meters. So <laughs> Apparently, the strategic reserve contains about ninety to ninety-five percent of the world's wow. reserve of helium. Wow! Yeah. Just, the problem with helium is it goes in the atmosphere and it goes away. Like it goes up and up yeah, and up, and it, it actually does, can leave the atmosphere. Earth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't come back. Apparently, but, the, does the moon <laughs> have a lot of H three or helium on it? It's got a lot of not H three. Helium would be H E. But I think I feel like I've heard the moon has reserves of helium or it's thought. <clears throat> so we should mine the moon. Let's do it. I'm on it. We, we, um, should, we shouldn't mine the moon. Yeah, the here we go. Uh, let's see, unlike the Earth, which is protected by magnetic field, the moon has been bombarded with large quantities of helium three by solar wind. He three. You were right. Yeah, you're right, Jesse. Should always trust trust your instinct. There you go. It's greater helium three is greater on the moon than Earth from the solar wind. Cool. How about that? Helium three. All right. Um, all right. So let's. I got. I got one other one. I'm interested. I got. Let's let's do two more of these. Right. I'm interested to see what Jesse has. I got one other one that's Thanksgiving tied, and then one other one. I'm gonna watch Jesse squirm with this one because I feel like <laughs> the other ones are just too easy. All right. So. Trending right now, the number three trend currently, as of the recording of this podcast, the number three trending Google search is Happy Thanksgiving. So, Jesse. 
link it back to geology. I have an idea. I really hope you hit what I'm thinking of right now. I don't know. I mean, it's just a phrase. Just Thanksgiving. Just Thanksgiving. Just well, I don't know. That's a, that's a tough one. I give thanks for rocks. Yeah, I'm thankful for rocks. I mean, we could talk about like the Thanksgiving myth and and like the the feast they had and how they grew food in the earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're missing. You want me to give you a little hint? Yeah. Plymouth Rock. Well, oh, so you want to talk about the Pilgrims Land? Pilgrims, that's what the Pilgrims landed on, Plymouth yeah. Rock. They didn't that's land on Plymouth Rock. Plymouth Rock landed on them. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Manitites. Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> Isn't that a Malcolm X quote? It is, but it's also in the movie. From Robin Hood. Yes. All right. Sorry. No, I like it. I'll take that. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. uh, Dave Chappelle's first movie. I, it was tough because I was just thinking, uh, wow, I did not know that. Um, I was just thinking of like the phrase. I was like, oh, it's just a phrase. But if you want to talk about, yeah, I blew it. Let's cancel the segment. I'm out. <laughs> yep. Well, the next one. Um, actually, I, I, let's, let's just see how you do this one yesterday, uh, trending on Google. Ah, uh, let's I, I got to, let's, Grammy nominations. I guess the Grammy nominations came out and that was the most searched thing yesterday. Can you tie the Grammys back to geology? Well, <clears throat> you can't have sound without an atmosphere. Oh, snap, man. I didn't think he was going there. I don't know. I didn't think he's going to go there either. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. I I thought it was going to go with like the awards and they're made out of metal. Or That's right. I thought it was going to go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, the fact Beyonce that Beyonce like, makes the world go around. I don't know. <laughs> no. Uh, no, that's, that's, I'm, I'm impressed with that one. Yeah. All right. Since you did such a good job with that one. <laughs> um, the ninth, here we go. This is the one I want to watch you square them on. Uh, the 19th uh, highest search yesterday on Google was. <laughs> Man, he's really searching. I'm really good. No, no, it's really squirmy. Mike Tyson and Roy Jones are coming back into boxing, and they are fighting each other this week. And uh, so, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones. Can you? Can you? <laughs> can you bring this back to geology? I mean, <clears throat> Iron Mike Tyson. Iron Mike Tyson. Oh, perfect. I was going to say how like geology is the best science, but boxing is the sweet science. <laughs> but Iron Mike Tyson or the leather glove. I've got one for y'all here. <clears throat> oh, oh, right, you're, oh, you're throwing it back at us. All right. Turn. Yeah. All right. And with, with Steve not having corn at his Thanksgiving meal tomorrow. Yeah. Or maize, if you will. Maize. Yeah. So in the U S Last year, in 2019, uh, farmers grew roughly 760 billion tons of field corn. Okay. How much of that was, was human-consumed corn? Oh. Frozen corn, fresh okay. corn. Jam. So, okay, you said 700 billion tons? 760 billion tons. I'm going to say like... pounds, pounds, pounds. Okay. I'm going to say like... Yeah, that's a one billion pounds. I'm gonna say it's less than that. I'm gonna say it's uh, let's just say five hundred million. I'm gonna go with yeah, half a billion. Yeah, that, 
that's pretty close. It, well, <laughs> hold on, I'm, let me let me run the numbers here real quick. I only have the percentage. I forgot to actually run them. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's it's less than a percent. Less yeah. less than one percent. Less than yeah. one. It's point nine percent. Yeah, the rest of it goes to like ethanol and crap, right? Yeah, about half ethanol and half is feed, animal feed. That's yeah. what I was going to go with. Yeah, feed and like yeah, all yeah. That and that's that's why I of all the side dishes, that's why I don't like corn. Corn doesn't really offer you anything. Hmm. It's like a tiny bit of vitamin A, like no, yeah, not, nothing, no nutrients, like just kind of nah. You ever you ever make sweet like creamed corn? Oh no! Listen, Megan makes like a a spicy cream corn with like white pepper. It's oh my god, it's fantastic! But you you for who for what? You're down to what is this giving me back? Ah, uh, you know a little bit. Let's let's face it. I'm not some sort of like a temple of <laughs> nutrition here, but <laughs> but you're also like I'm. I am not livestock. I am not a car that runs exactly. Out. Yes. If I'm getting my ethanol, it's from other means. <laughs> All right. And so real fast, I guess just to wrap up this uh, this Google trending session. Yeah. By the, the way, I just Google search this. number 472,000. No. The number the number one Google search on Monday, November 23rd was the monolith we talked about in Utah. Oh, was it really? It was the number the number oh. one the number one well, Google search. Now I feel day. like a fool cuz I <laughs> But interesting, interesting, interesting. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Justin, all right, Bieber, all right, uh, Justin Bieber was trending the other day. You want to talk about Justin Bieber, how he's related? No, to <laughs> no but I feel like for every uh, five, one of these we do to Jesse, we should do one to Chris. <laughs> Let's, you, you guys got, you got, I mean, all you got to do is just Google search. Google Trends. <laughs> I'm, I'm on. That's what I'm saying. I'm just wanna, throwing wanna, down the gauntlet. You want to hit me? Uh, no, notice I didn't say myself. Yeah. <laughs> Jesse is just such, he's got so much random knowledge between yes. the years. Oh, my it's God. Just, it's, it's amazing. A plethora yes. of just useless knowledge. <laughs> it's not useless now if he's throwing yeah, it out there. Right now he's shining like the star. Exactly. <laughs> this is where I can use it. Right yeah. I don't know. You got one you want to throw at me? Let's see. No. no, no. I don't. We'll, we'll save it for later. I feel I, like you're was, too prepared. Yeah, no, was, I mean, I'm looking at the list right now. Megan no, Merkel was number I, five. You want to ask me how I can... I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do like a, a Bing search or something. So you can... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bing trending. Go yeah. back to yeah, Yahoo trends or something. <laughs> Bing trending is like, how do I open my email? <laughs> <laughs> I the, uh, apologize to Bing users. The I, Alta Vista search is from back from 1998. Hey, listen. Web, web crawler from web, 1998. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no i this is the first time i've been on the google trending site in a while man there's a plethora of information there's both data and maps it's like my two favorite things (laughs) (laughs) these are a few of my favorite things uh anyway all right. All right. Well, I think that wraps it up for today (laughs) i'd like to once again thank the formatting formula uh formattingformula.com YouTube forward slash C forward slash formatting formula for being a wonderful, 
uh, what did I say? Magnificent, magnificent sponsor of the show. Um, Thank you to all our Patreons. Some of our Patreons are listening right now. Hello. Hello. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) I don't. I thought somebody else would jump in. Like I guess not. (laughs) Uh, If you so, if you enjoy the show, you can always uh, help support us. Uh, We have a Patreon. You know, for the less than the price of a cup of coffee a month, you can become a member. Or, you know, if you have a, a little extra. Uh, you want to come hang out with us? We got different tiers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Come join us. Hang out. We're we're still trying to get Sarah McLaughlin to record a sad song. We're going to show like <laughs> uh, cold puppies in the background. Try to get more Patreons. But a single tear coming down my cheek. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, no. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. You know, we're we're upping our social media game as we speak. <laughs> Facebook, um, uh, YouTube. We got the podcast up on YouTube. Ah, yes, YouTube. And um, subscribe well, to us on YouTube. That'd be fantastic. YouTube, yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Wherever you get your podcast, subscribe to us wherever. Wherever. Leave, we... leave us a review. Yeah, or subscribe to us on multiple platforms. Yeah. Um, also go to uh, geologyflannelcast.com uh, if you want to hit us up just uh, shoot us you can shoot us a message on geologyflannelcast.com um, say hi uh, we love, love hearing from you guys tell, tell us your story I'm all ears yeah um, or I mean, geology related is good but tell us anything <laughs> just tell us your story exactly <laughs> uh, yeah in then, case you haven't noticed Sometimes we go off topic. <laughs> God, that's that's our charm. <laughs> and, um, you have also, if you have any uh, a burning geology question, uh, send it to us. Go to geologyflinalcast.com. You can submit your questions there. Every once in a while, we do a uh, a listener questions episode. So I always we always love hearing the listener questions. Always impressed by some of these questions that uh, people are sending in. Um, yeah, sometimes a little too impressed in that oops, we can't answer them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sometimes I wonder who these people are sending these questions. Like, All right, I got them on this one, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. no, we love that. So uh, yeah, send us uh, any any burning geology questions. Uh, send send them our way, and uh, every once in a while we'll do an, a whole episode devoted to just answering answering the questions that our fans send in. So. I think that uh, that covers it for this week. So thanks a lot, everyone, for hanging out. Uh, thanks for our Patreon friends hanging out for the uh, hanging out with us while we're recording this. So, and uh, yeah, so we will see you guys next week. Have a have a f- happy Thanksgiving for those American uh, listeners, and for everyone else, uh, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. See ya. Goodbye.